You're listening to the AfterBuzz TV Network. Now the largest new media platform on the web and your number one source for after-show entertainment. Very good, The AfterBuzz Studios in Los Angeles, California. Presented by Maria Menounos and streaming live thanks to Akamai Technologies. This is AfterBuzz TV's Shark Tank After Show. We'll break down tonight's episode and get you all the latest news and gossip. And now, another post-game wrap-up show for your favorite TV show. It's AfterBuzz TV's Shark Tank After Show. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen. We need a quick moment of silence because Christina Zias is back. Thank you, guys. Here I am. Nice to see you all. I'm really excited about this episode. I, wait, and I, for the record, I wasn't going Because everyone obviously missed me. You both. But moment of silence is usually associated with being sad. We need like a woohoo! She's okay. back in the house. Thank you. That's She's back. Yeah, that's way better than like, let's all be sad for a minute. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you, Steph. Okay. Um, we are back <laughs> here doing our Shark Tank after show. It's episode 20. They don't really have names, but I'm Steph Z. Um, I'm very, very excited that Christine is back. I'm Christina, obviously, and I'm really excited to be back and loved this episode. So. Yeah. And we just found out we were kind of neighbors, so that's exciting too. Mm-hmm. And then we've got Phil in the booth. Yeah, Welcome, Phil. ladies and gentlemen. This was, this was a great episode. It really was. I love it when they do these types. I love it when they do these types too. And, and it was very, uh, so, so for those of you just tuning in and maybe missed the episode and just like to hear our show. Anyways, um, it was like a, a teenager's, no, it, a young all, entrepreneurs. it was like young entrepreneurs, mostly yeah. teenagers, but there was, you know, a younger kid as well. Um, so and there was, seemed to be a pattern. Remember that? Like, wait, how old? You know, they, they thought people, they were college age for the most part. They all Total, looked old. They did, except for the little girl in the boo-boo. The, the six-year-old. Yeah. Yeah, that was a little. But for the other ones, definitely. And they carried themselves very well. Yeah, I'm not going to lie. Like, where where are those kind of people when I used to need to hire people? Right. <laughs> you know, like, they were, like, still in high school, so we weren't even looking at and them. And the crazy thing is that's our competition. Yeah. Like, those kids coming out with those entrepreneurial, like, that entrepreneurial spirit and those ideas is, like, like our competition. It's a, And you honestly, it's a scary. I think you learned a lot in this, too, is you have to really credit a lot of it to their parents who are encouraging them, who are taking out mortgages, who are giving them everything they got to help them fulfill their dream. And maybe sometimes not the smartest financial decisions, but right. that encouragement is really fantastic. The encouragement's fantastic. I do think that, um, you know, whether or not like entrepreneurism, I don't even know if that's a word, but I feel like, like, I don't know. It's, it's something I feel like to, to an extent is something in someone's blood, but it is also something that is coached. You know what I mean? And, and whether or not people give them money, it's that get out there, get your lemonade stand, get right. out there, do this rather than like, you know, when I went to, um, I don't know if you were here, but I actually went to, um, the Damon John Academy. Right. And, and one of my takeaways from that um, was he said something. He said, you know, a lot of people do the 40, 40, 40. And I was like, what's that? And it was like they work 40 hours a week for 40 years to get a uh, like a retirement that's 40 percent of their salary. And you know what I mean? Like, yeah. that's also a different way of thinking. So anyway, OK, let's get right into it. First, we have Carter 
who is 15 years old, who comes out with the Define bottle. What do you guys think about it? First of all, I think it was designed beautifully. Yeah. It looks so good. And, I mean, that's something you want to carry around. You feel cool drinking it. And I live in West Hollywood where everyone is super healthy. Right. And I just feel like juices are, like, honestly, everywhere you go sells an $8 juice and they're always sold out. It's just insane. So something like this would do so well. Um, and I think he, I, I actually really liked it. I don't know if it's something that I would buy. I think it's a little bit expensive. It was $30, I believe. Yeah, retail is $30. And Here's I lose the pr- all my water bottles, so it wouldn't be for me. Here's here's the pros and cons just overall um, for me and including him is that them being so young they they execute really really well to such a high degree and especially this you, you know him cold calling and and doing all these things to get it in stores right. the only problem is you know and I get a knock on this all the time because I'm, this includes me in that age bracket people <laughs> under thirty don't really have opinions. And so you're not going to be able to, you know, really... Wait, 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 time out, time out. You've lost me on people under 30 don't have opinions. Meaning you're not... Here's the thing. You haven't experienced enough to, you know, you're kind of borrowing and you're learning. And then eventually by the time you hit 30, now you can start really formulating your own and really expressing yourself in that way, um, for lack of a better term. I, I mean, I could go on about this and really kind of explain it, but for lack of a better term, that's it. Meaning how it applies to this... Um, you know, this water bottle thing, there's a lot of competition out there. I know you guys are looking at me all weird. There's a lot of competition for, for this thing. And, 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 you know, all these young entrepreneurs, they're not creating something that's proprietary. So they, wait, but what has nothing to do with them Facebook having opinions? Was a, Facebook was creating college. Like there's, okay, yeah, I understand. Like Facebook 30. is, here's the thing. Facebook is like the Hitler anomaly. Like every, every, every argument that it's ever started, bring up Hitler. Cause it's, you know what I mean? It, Facebook is an anomaly and I get that, but no, I just, I just, I, I get what you're saying. I just think 30 is a weird number. Like I had my business before I was 30. I know a lot of young people that own businesses before they're 30. So I just think it's a weird number. It's not I about, get what you're saying. Like about, they haven't experienced a life. They haven't seen what works, what doesn't work. I'm just saying to be like before 30 that you don't have an it opinion. It was just a cra- it was a- okay. You're talking to but you get women. my point. You get, I get, you get, I get my what point you where, where this product itself is it the most revolutionizing idea no. in the world? No, none is of them it were. executed absolutely great. Yes, yeah, no, I get that. I've silenced you both. No, because for it's me, because you don't it, want to hear it, our opinions. Like, I, I actually think that that would be reversed. I feel like. I, I feel like the, that's a that's a good thing because how many like ideas nowadays are actually revolutionary? Not a lot. So They're to come improving. That's on. what I'm saying. It's mostly yeah. improving. So what he really did, he there's an idea that was already there and he improved it and he made it beautiful. And for me, without the experience of the the 30 year old or whatever, like Phil mentioned. You wouldn't be around the block enough to make a product that would be executed and, and work properly. To me, that's actually a reverse in my head how that works. I love you a lot, Phil. I'm just saying. <laughs> go, hire, anyway. go hire 15-year-olds. Uh, 16, 17, 18. I don't want any illegals working for me. Okay. Um, now, back to this. The only other thing for me that, that rung, and, and I get sometimes I think of weird things, and I'm, I'm all for that. But I feel like the fruit that he had, and this is this is going to left field, and I get that. 
I feel like the fruit that he had was so perfect. And I feel like a lot of times fruit isn't that perfect. And when you make fruit juices or you make shakes from fruit, it doesn't have to be perfect. So if you have like a banana in there or like something that doesn't look as fresh as that orange right. did, that's it's not going to look good. Yeah. yeah, that that was something that came up for me. It's like you have to have the perfect fruit all the time or it's going to look weird. And for me, what I got from it was, wait, I have to wait 15 minutes before right. I drink it for the flavors to set in. And also, to be honest with you, it, there wasn't that much liquid. Right. It was So maybe it could have been, and this is what we did with like the apps the past couple of weeks. We're like, how can we make it better? I feel like if that would have been like a pitcher, like kind of like a Brita, but not like a sangria pitcher, almost like where you put all the yeah, <laughs> like in the little middle, like something that might, and then you can but pour it's not, it. That's go. not you can't carry that, right? But that makes something along with that that you pour it into when you carry the thing. More ideal. Anyway, moving on. So he's done in four months. They did sixty-five thousand dollars, which is pretty good. Yeah, that is pretty good. Um, and you know, he said it was fifty percent online and fifty percent wholesale. And yeah, the whole like cold calling. This kid straight up walked into old Whole Foods and was like, "Hey." I got this product. I need a meeting. And that, to me, like, I kind of got the goosebumps when that happened. I remember my first job. I wanted to work something in action sports industry. And I found out where, like, some of the some of the offices were in Marina Del Rey. And I actually just walked in there with a resume. And I was like, I want a job here. And I got this, like, bullshit job, like, selling, like, sponsorships or whatever. But, like, eventually, you, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, right. And it was like, that kid, like, to have the balls to do that at 15, like, this kid's going to be a success, period. But I thought he was really knowledgeable about, well, partially was about his web traffic. Yeah. Like, Mark was throwing those questions at him, and he knew that he got 2,000 hits a day online, that his conversion rate was 0.5. You know, Mark asked him, why is it that low? And that he couldn't answer. But still, I feel like that is a lot of information to know. He was very well prepared. Right. And I like when he didn't know the answer. He was just like, I I don't don't know. know. You know, yeah. he wasn't like a lot of people that come on there. And along with that knowledge of age, there's also that jadedness of age. So he was very like, just like, I don't know. Yeah. So I definitely like that. Um, and then, you know, the other thing for me was that, you know, I, I don't know. I, I really did like it. I, I'm with you with the 15 minutes. The fruit's got to look perfect. But, you know. $30 it, is a lot for $30 a water is a lot. And you don't really get to carry around a lot of water. Like right. you had touched on. You know what I mean? So for me, it was just kind of... Fruit not included either. <laughs> right. Fruit not included. Exactly. And it cost him a lot of money to get this going. His parents took out a mortgage. They've spent $300,000 so far. Yeah. I feel like Barbara almost had a heart attack when she heard that. Yeah. $300,000. That's a lot, a lot of money. And pretty much Lori, Barbara, and Kevin were out right away because there's a very similar product in Brookstone, which is obviously a huge space. So, well, Robert, Robert actually gave him a oh, deal. No, Kevin, Kevin, yeah, yeah, Kevin, yeah. sorry. Kevin. Yeah. Yeah. And you know, Lori did, she said there's a ton of competition, a lot less expensive. Like right. you keep saying, you know, $10, um, I think at Brookstone or something like that. Yeah. And Barbara was like, you know, she wants one. And I, I like to, when the sharks, like when, it, when they don't want to invest, they're like, but I'll be a customer. Like, right. I think that's kind of cool when they do that. Um, Mr. You know, wonderful is kind of just like, I'm out. It's not going to, I'm, there's no way for me to get my investment back because, you know, if he does invest, they have to, you know, there is this other capital that was already invested in, right. in, in debt. 
Um, and then Robert, you know, said that he needed to do some research, but he was willing to make an offer. And he offered him $100,000 for 40%. And um, I don't know, man. I can't believe, you know, he he counters. He goes out and talks with his yeah. parents. And well, here's the, you know, I think this was one of the different situations because normally they'd be like, okay, you have an offer on the table. You're really going to walk away. You know what I mean? And But because... It's a fine line that they really towed with them being kids, but where obviously it's serious money and they can't just invest their own money into anything just because, you know, the kid's cute and they talked about that. Um, but yeah, you're also going to give a little leeway. Like when the kid says, hey, I need to talk with my parents, like, okay, don't don't penalize him like you would anyone else for right. that. Well, it's interesting, though, because the kid didn't, Mark didn't say anything at this point, and... They're like, don't you want to hear what Mark has to say first? And I was surprised that he would, didn't take the minute saying, thank you for your offer. I would like to discuss it. But do you mind if I hear what Mark Cuban has to say first? And he didn't. He just went straight out and talked to his parents. Yeah, that was a little bit weird to me, too. But, you know, it's funny because sometimes just by, like, the mood of the sharks, pretty much, it's like sometimes they'll be like, you know, why don't you want to hear what the other one has to say? Sometimes it's like, make a deal right now. You know what I mean? Like, it's always hard to play that one. Um, So he goes out and talks to his parents, and his parents say, you know, that's too much equity to give up. So Carter comes back in, and he counters with $100,000 for 30% of the company. Um, And Robert pretty much says no. He says he's out. So, and not even like, no, I'll keep it at the 40. 40. He was just like, no, all right, I'm out. This is the way it's going to be. I'm totally out. So Carter and Define Bottle walk away with no deal. I'm sure he's going to have more people buying the product considering it's online sales. And, you know, we tend to see after people on the Shark Tank, they make a little bit more money. Here's why I think Robert didn't go in on it. Because it was evident of what the parents would actually end up doing. You know, I think because... Ultimately, he's not of age to make these deals. So moving forward, it would have to, you know, he's it would a lot, a lot of be the parents' consent. Yeah. And I think Robert and the parents would disagree on some things. And, I agree with you. I think and yeah, he was point. not willing to deal with, you know, if, if he could deal with just him, I think they'd get along well. And in three years, maybe they could revisit it, but not now. Yeah, yeah, I and I mean, point. yeah, it's totally a good point because anything that's signed is going to have to be signed by the parents because it's like a guardian, like any business deals or anything um all right anything else about define bottle before we move on nope phil you good anything i'm good okay well we're gonna take a quick moment and i'm gonna throw it back to you phil in the booth to tell everybody about a new series chasing maria menounos she's our executive producer here at AfterBuzz. she does many many wonderful things for us um so you guys should all check out her new reality show it's funny She's amazing. Um, here's a little bit about it. You know what I want to do? What? I'm going to toss it to Maria herself. Oh, you do that. <laughs> Tuesdays on Oxygen. I'm Maria Menounos, and my life can get a little crazy. I host Extra. I'm an actor, producer, dancer, wrestler, and a lot of other things. I live with Kevin, my boyfriend of 15 years. Do you really love me? I would say that I'm in serious like. And my parents. Yep. I just said I live with my parents. You drive me crazy. You drive me crazy. My parents want us to get married. You both love each other. Get married. Kevin and I don't. I am going to get married when I want to get married. I think I want kids. Kevin definitely doesn't want them now. This is being pushed on to us. And of course, my parents wanted them yesterday. This year, you got to have it. And I have a house full of people counting on me financially. If I take my eye off the ball, everything can fall apart. It doesn't matter what anybody else thinks or wants us to do. It's what we want to do. Everyone 
different things that they know what's best for me, but I'm really the only one. I have got to figure things out. Chasing Maria Menounos is so new. Every Tuesday at 10, 9 central, starting March 18th, only on Oxygen. That's right, March 18th. Everybody go watch it on Oxygen. Um, support her that supports us. It's all good. It's Tuesday, right? Yeah. I think we should have a viewing party. That'd be fun. Okay. Um, so next up in the tank is Jason Lee, who's 16. He's a student. He wants to save the planet from electric waste with iRetron. Am I saying that right? Yes. iRetron. It's bought and he buys used and unwanted electronics. What do you guys think about this? I think everyone's doing this. Literally, my boyfriend's uncle. Philadelphia has this exact business and is making tons of money just using buying people's electronics. Wait, I'm, I, you know, I, um, they refurbish and maybe it's because me, I'm like a little not anti technology, but I'm a little bit like maybe not up with a little it. bit of country, a little bit of country. <laughs> I'm a little bit old fashioned in my own ways. I've never heard of this. I've got all kinds of old phones. Wait. I can someone will buy them like for how much? Like that's what I was curious about. How much? How much? How much are you gonna buy my iPhone four for? You know, I mean, I'm not buying it for anything. I don't want your iPhone for at all. <laughs> but I'm saying, how much? Like, I don't if you're know. Familiar Here's with the it, thing: I don't know. international, because oh. you know, right? You talked about third world countries and things like that. Internationally, you could sell them. You know what I mean? Well, who's shipping it there? Me? You? We going? Let's go. Well, that's you. You, you again? You you can pre buy. You, you know, you're going to have buyers for this, right? So if I know that, hey, in Guadalupe, <laughs> Steph. <laughs> M wants a. That's a person's a, name, Guadalupe. Well, <laughs> you mean Guatemala? <laughs> I was just trying to be funny. Anyway. I know, I love you. Uh, Steph M needs an iPhone three, and hey, in the United States, Steph Z has an iPhone four. Why not? I'll, you know what? And and it's gonna be cheap, but it's you know, and and to me, it's gonna be the latest and greatest, or you know, because whatever. Right. And it just works, and so you know, you're not gonna lose a profit. The only problem is, also, I don't see that much of a profit. Just in general for the people. I mean, it's got to be pennies on the dollars, but if you do enough, I guess that's what they're saying. I think there's enough demand for it. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So he um, he comes in and he wants a hundred thousand dollars for twenty percent of his company, and um, I don't know. I just I wasn't really interested at all. This they they made forty thousand apparently in the last twelve months. Bad of that, they've netted ten. Right. Which okay is is great. For a kid of, you know, but that's I mean? less than a thousand dollars a month. Yeah, a profit. I understand, I understand that, but it, again, it's not, it's not an investable business for a shark, but it's a great business for, for a sixteen-year-old kid. Yeah, totally. I totally, agree. totally agree. And and I get it. Like I get that. Like getting technology, you know, with the things that are going on and happening around the world. I get getting mm-hmm. technology. You know what I mean? Like so that people can be connected and, and hear news and. Spread news is a, is a really good thing. So I, I understand the whole concept and the business model. But, yeah, I just it was just hard for me to see if you got – what was he going to do with $100,000? Just buy a bunch more and sell a bunch more? You know Probably. what I mean? Like it would take so much time to get that investment back. My thing was is that I he didn't really touch on about how this is really green or making the world a better place. Uh, right. How it's like such an environmentally friendly business. And I guess you're recycling – the phones, right? Well, I guess you're not throwing away, right. and maybe like the, the the batteries in it and all that stuff isn't going to like landfills and stuff. But it's not like, yeah, like that's why it's it's not like you know you're recycling, you know, like Mountain Dew recycles bottles and makes clothes out of it. You know what I mean? Right. Like it's not like something that's 
revolutionary in the recycling department for me. That was just, you know, just my opinion. Um, it's been running for two years, too. So in two years, he finally got 10%, I mean, $10,000 profit. So that's literally like, he's making like 400 bucks a month, which is great for a kid. He's 16. Totally. That's awesome. Okay. <laughs> um, Mr. Wonderful chimes in with his uh, so much competition and, you know, <laughs> are you laughing, Phil? I was coughing. Oh, okay. I'm like, you okay? I hate that you're in the booth. You're so far away. Um, and then Robert was kind of like, what's your passion? You know what I mean? Like, like he wanted more of a story rather than just like maybe he saw somebody was doing this and wanted to do it, wanted to come out here and make it bigger. And um, I don't really feel like, did, did he have much of a story? Did he go there? Didn't he have his immigrant story? Yeah, he had, you know, Rob, yeah, Robert brought totally up the, he, you know, 85% per- of entrepreneurs are immigrants or... Right. Yeah, yeah, he did. Yeah. Sorry. So that yeah. was, which obviously I feel like they, Robert, like they say in the credits, the son he of an immigrant factory that. worker. Right, right. <laughs> so he obviously is interested in people's backgrounds. What I found was the most interesting was why Mark initially said he was out. And it's because he said that, $100,000 is too much capital for you. I think that there's the potential that you can get lazy. Right. No, that's exactly, that's so funny. That's exactly what I had. That he started selling stamps, Mark's story, like when he was 16. Yeah. And he, the investment would give him comfort and it, it would make him, you know, not go out there and chase that. And part of the, part of the growing process as a kid is learning to chase, like learning, like you got to keep going, keep going, keep going. And right. at 16 years old, if someone hands you $100,000, and you can have this company that will be sustainable, but it's not going to be like this isn't a company where it's there's going to seems like there'll be a lot of risks. There seems like you know what I mean. It seems like it almost be like a flow chart. Like it'll just be like, OK, we buy this much. We'll sell this much. Our profit will be this. Like it's very mathematical. Right. So I think that, you know, Mark thought that would be selling him uh, Jason short. And especially, an experience. especially because he is a kid, right? Um, so many, think of how many people go in there and like, hey, this is my part-time job. Like, okay, you have to make this your full-time job. Now, right. not saying in his case, that's what he needs to do. He needs continuous education and stuff like that. But as he grows, you know, he should definitely continue this on the side. And as it grows, when he becomes older and perhaps, you know, right after high school or, you know, after college, then say, hey, you know what? This has been going really well for me for the past couple of years. You know, I'm ready to make this my life and make this a viable business. Now you can do it full time. Right. And I think that, you know, I think the money wouldn't allow for that. Right. Um, and I also, this, this is one of the cases where, you know, the kid's investable in, but the business not so much. Well, that's exactly what Barbara said. And I think this was super cool because I feel like Barbara – one doesn't invest that often. No, she doesn't. She totally doesn't. I agree with you. And I think a lot of times she gives these, like, they're always really nice, but she's the one who's always like, I will buy, I will be a customer. Right. And so right now, obviously, she doesn't even care about his business at all. No. She just really is intrigued and inspired by him and just and, sees something and, in him. And that, yeah, that for me was, I've never heard nor fathom that they would ever make a deal like the deal um so she said that she'd give him the hundred thousand dollars but and for 20 percent but it was contingent 
Uh, and, and like the money as needed. So if you don't right. need the hundred, I'm not going to just give you the hundred so you won't get lazy or comfortable. Right. But contingent that she gets 20% of any other business this kid thinks of in the next five years. That's crazy. Which is crazy. But it, but it also will, like this kid just, he just set himself up. You know what right. I mean? Like, and then he also, Jason comes back and he want Mark to be a part of it. And Mark says yes. Yeah. Like after that whole comfortable thing, because it was such a brilliant, like we always look at Mr. Wonderful for making these odd deals and this contingency and blah, 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 blah. But right. it was like such a, a great deal because it's going to give him the money, but it's also going to be like, okay, now do this, do that. You know what I mean? They really saw that he was that young. Right. They saw he had talent. It's going to light that fire under him. Right. And honestly, good for him for having the balls to be like, Hey, Mark, listen, I am a hard worker. Get back in. Mm-hmm. And Mark, Mark took it. I want to know what you guys thought. What do you think Lori's deal would have been? Because she she's out on that idea. Barbara gives her spiel, and then Lori's like, I was not going to make the same deal. I was going to give you a much worse deal. Go with Barbara. What do you think it could have been? I think it would have been like 100 grand for like 40%. To be honest with you, I don't even think Lori would have given her him a deal. I mean, she said that, go with Barbara, but I don't... You calling Lori a liar? I'm not calling Lori a liar. I just think she has a way with her words. Uh, I think she wouldn't have said that, you know. But I don't. I, I think it. I think it would have been something like forty percent, like for double or something like that. I mean, I, Lori is really smart, so she she understands that this is just you know. You yeah, buy and, and, and I think buy she Yeah, this is a so numbers game. She knows she's not going to like get could, rich off of it, but right, but she could get it out to eyeballs. Yeah, so totally. Um, anything else about Iritron before we move on? Anyone? 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 Go green or go home. I, I I think Mark he was really looking for Mark and I'm glad he got Mark. Yeah. Yeah. I think it is. Like I feel like I feel like I wish that we knew I'm sure there's a statistic somewhere, but I wish that we knew how many people go into like wanting, you know, a specific shark and who that specific shark is and then how many people want a specific shark and take a deal with a different shark. You know what I mean? Like yeah. I think all that all those numbers are kind of really interesting to me. I was just randomly looking at their Twitter pages the other day. If you just look at their following, most of them have about 200,000. And then Mark has like 2 million plus. Right, but he has that just because the too, like the bit. Yeah. yeah. No, obviously, but I think most people just know who he is. So right. naturally they want, they're always Team Mark. Yeah, yeah but I, I, th- I think if you want to go on Shark Tank, and especially in by, you know in season five, you've seen the show well enough that you to kind be familiar. of... familiar. Yeah. yeah. Right. Um, okay, moving on to Boo Boo Goo. Boo Boo Goo. Boo Boo Goo. I want to say Bubba Gump after goo I say Boo Boo Goo. Goo for your boo boos. <laughs> goo for your boo. That just doesn't sound great. So, anyway, I, and I'm probably going to not say her name right, but Kiawa? Kiawa? Kiawa and her dad come in and they have this Boo Boo Goo paint on bandage you literally paint it on um it comes in bright colors you paint it on your boo-boo and your boo-boo goes bye-bye right pretty much um (laughs) you like that one phil (laughs) um they wanted a hundred thousand dollars for 17.5 percent and this girl is six years old and the thing that i really really love was the video the video was (laughs) super cute dude even like it got me she was just adorable the entire time i was staring at her she She's really, really cute. And yeah, that little commercial video was fantastic. Yeah, it was so great. Um, I think it's a cool idea. I think it's a cool idea too. But, and, and I guess I wasn't aware that it's kind of already been done. Right. That, did you know that you don't, you don't use 
paint on band-aid stuff i don't use hot pink 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 you're using like those hello kitty like disney princesses actually in the closet right now there's superman (laughs) hello kitty really and mickey mouse i knew it see i knew it so that's what mark was saying he's like Kids want that stuff. They do. And I'm five years old, so I want it too. No, I think it's really cool. And I love that she has the colors. I like the colors too, because that could be like, you know, like the thing for me is like, can you draw where I kind of question was, can you draw, like say the boo-boo's a line, like can you draw the line and like make that into like a star? Like can you put it on skin that's not affected by boo-boo? I'm sure you can, obviously. Yeah. What I got out of this or what I was confused was, is that. Are people using this because they hate band-aids? Because that's what she kept saying. Well, I think because they peel off. So it's so it's like how it's, she was okay. showing you in like the back and the knee. And there are some spots where a band-aid just yeah. doesn't work. Yeah. No matter how much stick you put on it, it just doesn't work. Right. Um, so anyway, Lori, you know, chimes in. There's serious competition. What's your major advantage? And they had an answer. They had an adva- answer that theirs wasn't flammable. And right. I thought that was super interesting. Like, how does all this stuff exist? And I guess these products exist, but not targeted as kids, at kids. Right. So that was kind of their distinction. Um, and she thought that, you know, they were going to have lots of problems struggling with patents. So she was kind of like, I'm out. Right. And also that they had a waterproof sealant. That was, I don't think the other ones had as well. That's something that they had different. Oh really? Mm-hmm. I thought they. I thought the like the paint on liquid. Yeah, I, stuff. I, I thought their only thing was um, the flammable. The flammable. Oh, was it? I think so. Yeah, oh. I think the other ones can do that too. Are waterproof as well. Yeah. Okay. Um, and then Robert looks at Lori and is like, "Well, before Lori says she's out, he's like, can we sell this on QVC? Well, they remember they mentioned like, "Hey, we have some pending orders, uh, right?" QVC. You know, he just snuck that right in. Which is kind of funny because I wonder, I mean, I get that Lori isn't like the only person at QVC, but I'm so curious when people like dangle that carrot that she doesn't know that already. Yeah. Mm. I mean, there's so many products around QVC every single day. But here's the thing. Even so, like, it's just like, okay, so you are now, you know, you definitely want me to make an offer. Like, that's that's exactly what you're just saying. Yeah. Because there's interest of QVC, then I must be part of this deal. Right. Right. Which kind of, it makes it almost more appetizing for the other sharks because it's almost like they get, you know, a piece of Lori with the deal without Lori. I mean, of course, if they got Lori, it'd be better. But you know what I'm saying? Like, in their thinking. Um, And then, you know, Mr. Wonderful goes, plays his, you know, normal licensing card. Which, again, this would be, like, if if they did have a patent and they did have this to license this to, like, Johnson & Johnson or whoever, like, home run, you know? Um, but you know, without, without a patent, it's not really investable is what he said. So I don't know. I, I kind of, I don't know. We'll see, we'll see what happens. And then, oh my God, I almost lost it when Mark asked her to do earmuffs. Oh my God. I love you, Mark. I really do. Um, he's like, do you know what earmuffs, earmuffs are? <laughs> do them now. Yeah. And I think her dad was like, she can hear everything. Yeah, which is kind of cool. Well, the dad was like sticking up for her, but I just yeah. thought that I don't it think, was here's funny. The, I think it was a clever play on his part because I think Mark was going to go harsher than he did. And because no earmuffs were on the girl, he was like, oh, crap. Now I got to really tame myself. Yeah. 
Yes and no. I mean, they kind of went pretty harsh on some of the people. But yeah, yeah I get it. She was six. She was six. Um, but he did say, he's like, my kids would not like this. They would sit there and they would scratch it off, which is something that I find really interesting because I feel like the reason that you put Band-Aids on kids are like so they don't pick up, pick at their scabs a lot of the times. I mean, obviously, to stop the bleeding as well. And I feel like this is something that a kid and an adult, because I probably would too, would like sit there and like start picking at it. Don't you think? I, I would totally pick at it. Yeah. yeah. So... And then I'd paint some more on brighter, and then I'd pick, right. and then I'd paint, and then right. I'd pick, and then I'd paint. And then, like, forget. Why would you ever need a tattoo when you have... When I have boo-boo goo. <laughs> goo for your boo-boo. <laughs> we should market it as te- <laughs> temporary tattoos. Exactly. <laughs> boo-boo goo, we're coming after you. Um, I feel I- like this should be... Um, they should have a Coachella stand. <laughs> like a little booth at Coachella for yeah. everyone who wants to paint themselves. Cow, if you're listening, Coachella. for me to you... Get at Coachella. <laughs> oh my god! Just amazing. saying. <laughs> um, Mark also brought something interesting to the table. He said that um, there was going to be a re-education that needed to happen. Like people would need to to re- which I didn't really follow that much. I mean, people get this is like a band. Like I, I guess it was to differentiate this product from a different product. But I mean, if it's if it's boo boo goo, I mean, I feel like people. Like no I think I think they would understand what it is. I just think you know if I'm at a aisle and I see okay, I you know I need to buy some more band aids, band aid, band aid. Great, got my band aid, and I see like oh boo boo goo, what the hell is that? you know I'm gonna like I don't know. It just because it, 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 it boo boo goo kind of sounds like neosporin and stuff stuff. You know what I mean? <laughs> Not <laughs> no, really. really. <laughs> at all. I mean, if I was going down the aisle to buy my normal band-aids and I saw this like cool label with like a hot pink top next to a cool label with a hot, like a bright orange and a bright blue, I'd be, and it said boo-boo goo, I'd be like, what's this? Yeah, me too. I'm, definitely. I'm with Mark on this. Okay. Um, and then, you know, Mr. Wonderful comes back around and, and I was really, really shocked that he came back around and he was like, you know what? He's like, I'm going to give you a deal, $100,000 for 25%, but it's contingent on that they get the patent. Right. Because then he's going to go nuts with his licensing machine that he's already created. I actually so. think it was a very smart deal and I'm really happy they took it. Yeah, me too. I think it was a really good deal too. So uh, anything else on Boo Boo Goo? Phil, you, anything? Nope. All right, sweet. Moving along. To Squarespace. To Squarespace. What about Squarespace, man? My, I have a Squarespace website, actually. Do you? Yeah, I Tell really... Tell us about it. Okay, I think it... I think I pay eight ninety five a month. It's like it's super cheap. It's my com, And I swear it is the easiest thing to use. You literally... There are so many great, great templates that you just input your information, input your photos... But my favorite thing is because I like to share a lot of videos, like so, like this show, for instance. I can put it straight in my space by just putting the link in. And then it has, like, a nice picture. It's super easy to watch. You could do everything from there. It's honestly the easiest website I've ever had. And I have um, – I work a lot with WordPress, too, for my fashion blog. And WordPress – obviously is very hard to use wordpress.org and the way you build it up and squarespace is just the easiest thing really yeah you should get one you know i've been needing to do one i think i might i, I think i might be hooked now see in this I don't day know if that's age, what we're even supposed to talk about but i actually really like the product no yeah that, well, here, it's pretty much that, that i yeah. mean you know in this day and age right it's exactly it's tough for people you need you know some people don't get started on a website and um, a lot of people want websites, and if you don't want a website or never thought about it, you should because 
hey, just in general, if you're going out for a job, it's an, it's a promotional vehicle for yourself. Definitely. And regardless of what industry you're in, you could say, oh, you need, you're an actor. You need, no. Any industry, you need it. And, and if you're a starting off entrepreneur, right, 50% of that kid's business is online, mm-hmm. you need an e-commerce site, squarespace.com. Yeah. I had my little brother. He made one because he's starting to apply for colleges. And I'm like, honestly, if you have your own website, schools are going to look at you and be like, okay, this kid knows what he's doing. They're just going to take you that little bit more seriously. Right. All right. All right. I think I think I might be signing up now. I think. And you know what? Christina's slightly overpaying because she didn't use the promo code Shark Tank, which you get 10 percent off your first purchase and a free domain. Unfortunately for Christina, maybe we can get get her that. What? Um, excuse me. We need to renegotiate Squarespace. Well, they do have 24, 24 hours, <laughs> seven days a week support. So maybe we can squeeze you in and get you a promo code. Uh, please. Yeah. Um, I'm writing that down because I'm going to forget. Promo. Promo code. <laughs> tank. And of course, uh, what's nice about it is I'm sure Christina can attest to as well is the fact that it responds to any device that it's on. So many uh, platforms out there, Androids, iPhones, tablets, computers, yeah. you need your website mm-hmm. to look good on good. all of them and it does. Yeah. And while you're there, you might as well just check out mine if you want to just look at it to see what one looks like. ChristinaZS.com. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Didn't okay. you miss me? I told. I did. I really, really did. I mean, it, you know, it's been fun. Don't get me wrong. Me and Phil have, you know, we've grown closer, which I love. But uh, you know, it's it's good that you're back. All right, moving along. We've got Henry Miller, who's 16 years old, with Henry's hum dinners. Hum dinners. Humdingers. <laughs> that was like a really tough name. I wish he just like named it Henry's Hunter. Like Henry's honey or something. <laughs> I can't say it's such a tongue twister for me. Henry's, you know, Hungdinger. as soon as I heard humdingers, I thought of the board game Cranium. I'm not gonna lie, but anyway, that's <laughs> neither here nor here. It's honey with a kick. So therefore, um, you know, and he comes in and he's wanting $150,000 for 25% of his company and pretty much what he's saying is and I don't I'm not a big honey fan that much but I'm pretty much what I, what I understand it is that there's different kinds of sweet honeys but there's not spicy so he was making some spicy honey which in theory to me sounds like it would be good I don't know what do you guys think okay spice honey okay I, I I would take that as a no from Phil love honey like, it's sick. I'm going to just tell you guys that I used to literally eat honey by the spoonfuls. Like, in my house, I'm a Greek girl. Growing up, you don't use syrup. You use honey on everything. Pancakes, toast, whatever. So, for me, and I love condiments, too. I'm like, hi, can I have ketchup? Can I have honey mustard? Can I have ranch? And now I would be like, hey, can I have the garlic spicy honey? I just feel like it, it's a really cool, different condiment. I, yeah, I think it's I think it's different, and I think it's cool, and I've never seen it before. I just can't imagine what you would put it on everything, kind of like I mean, put it in tea, like a like. Can we can we take I, a step back? I don't know about like tea. I feel like, feel like fries, maybe <laughs> like well, chicken I, wings. In my mind, and honey. all you put honey on is tea. Like you put honey in your tea. Think in about, my like, mind, honey glazed Yogurt. like cayenne chicken wings. I think I made that up. I don't know if people do honey glazed cayenne chicken wings, but I feel like someone does. And it's I mean, maybe good. Henry's humdingers. It's does. like sweet and spicy together, right? Everyone loves yeah. that. No, I get I it. I love this. I want, I'm going to get Henry to send us some. He doesn't okay. know it yet. I want to ask you this. Be- <laughs> he kept mentioning, like, bees are dying. 
bees are dying. Yeah, dude, it's, make, it's a like, big it's a big problem. Okay, but really what dying? does this have to do with the bees? He's trying to. I don't know. I am. I do not know enough, but I feel like what he's trying to do is. I, I feel like getting honey from the bees might be a good thing for the bees. Right. So just get more honey for well, bees. Well, and it's because he's and it's because he's keeping the bees alive. And, and you know what I mean? Like it is. Like it's this crazy thing. Like he said. And, like, one of my friends had told me once when they had, like, a beehive in their thing and they didn't want to kill it. It's like, if all the bees died, we have, like, seven years and we're all dead. Which is crazy that it comes down to bees. Cause you, you understand, you understand, okay, you understand this. Bee, all bee, the bee, bee. bees are dying in the world. After buzz. <laughs> all the bees are dying in the world. Therefore, we must save them. And in order to do so, we need to take their honey and put it with spices and get it out into He's the market. He's keeping the bees safe. It's not yeah. about the- I just don't get the story. He's 16 years old, Phil. He started this when he was 12. Yeah. That's the, you know. I like Henry. I think Henry is I like Henry too, man. Really cool in my book. Yeah, I like Henry. You want, I don't even need this, the, the honey. I just like Henry. No, I want the honey. Um, Henry is the honey. I love that Robert said something to him. I don't remember Robert's exact words, but I guess Robert's very close friend produces honey in Canada. Right. And is, well, I guess one of the top distributors. And he's like, I wish I can get you in a room with him. Like, right. I wish the three of us could sit down together. Yeah. And I well, cool. I think it, you know, will probably happen. Yeah. Well, obviously, yeah. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, in the past three years, he had $67,000 worth of sales. The last year was 50000 So it shows that the majority That's of the sales is recent. Yeah. So it's going, um, you know, what Mark was like, why are you not making more? And his answer was he needs more income, which kind of shut Mark up right away. Mm-hmm. You know, Mark's like, okay. Robert was like, who's running it? Um, can't go existing. What did you say? Can't go to existing honey. Oh, you can't go like who's running the factory. And the thing that was really interesting for me is apparently the way that you make honey, he, you can't go to the existing honey factories and just add spice. Cause it will like do something like it will, screw up the process of somehow which i didn't really understand but yeah. it was it was something that you couldn't just they would have to create a new whole process to putting the spice in like you can't just go to bumble honey or whoever makes honey um <laughs> and add it in yeah yeah um mr um you know mr wonderful you know kind of made his smart remarks like you know you you want me to teach people about honey you know what i mean which was kind of you know mr wonderful um, Lori said that he was great and, um, but difficult to sell, you know, honey with spices. She's, she's not sure she would get the back to the investment. So she was out. Uh, Barbara had a really good idea. She said she, he should do crowdfunding that he didn't need Shark Tank mm-hmm. that, you know, with his passion about bunnies, with his process, he could have probably got some money and still did it. But I think, you know, why he was there and we see more and more people on the Shark Tank just for mentorship. Yeah. Like yeah. he wanted mentorship, you know, um, which what 16 year old wouldn't want mentorship from that age, totally. you know, yeah. um, and then Mark, you know, Mark starts talking and then Robert starts talking and Mark says, wait, before you go out, which I thought was crazy, Robert was going to go out and Mark was just like, before you go out, let's try and make a deal together, which I thought was pretty, pretty interesting. And um, they wanted to give him three. The original thing was 300000 for 60%. And Mark said he sees an idea. He sees an opportunity. 
Um, and, and, you know, he kind of wanted to go for it. And I feel like, which I've never seen Robert do either, because Robert's usually not the greedy one at all. And maybe it's not greedy. Maybe they understand a lot more <laughs> work, a lot more of what's going to go into it than we can do. <laughs> right. But he said, he's like, no, I won't do it for 60. I want 75%. And... <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. Steph just got violent for a second. Um, <laughs> um, so yeah, so, and then he went out to his parents, and you know, no, no, he, didn't. No, he didn't go out to his parents afterwards because he was like, you know, my parents trust me and believe me, and he just took the deal. Right. Which is I, crazy. I kind of wish he tried to negotiate a little Tiny bit. Tiny bit, yeah. Because I feel like he got, could have gotten them down to like 70, 70 65. Like, totally. I think he could right. have done that, and I wish he did that. But, I think it was really mature of him that he was able to make the decision on his own. And yeah. I love the fact that Mark was like, if this is what you want to do, and if you want this to be your business and you want to build it and you want to do it your, your own way, please don't take this deal. Right. But if you want to make a deal, let's do it. Right. Um, so he takes the deal for $300,000 for 70% of the, of the 75% of the company. Um, he goes out, sees the parents. I, I thought cried. Was, I cried. I cried too. It was, and I I cried. And then the mom said, "Oh, honey." And then they said, "Is that a pun?" I <laughs> yeah. thought that was so well played. We weren't the only ones on Twitter. Everyone was like, "Who else just got teary eyed?" I was like, "Yes, yeah, Me totally." <laughs> totally. Um, okay, so I know cute. we don't have that much time, but I kind of want to do just a quick news, Phil. How do we feel about that? After Buzz TV News. Um, okay, so the flashback we did on this episode was to Ryan's Bakery for the dog treats. Um, you know, in a place in Connecticut, they went and they sold them. It was pretty cool. They were going from $900 in five months of sales to since Shark Tank, they've had $70,000 worth of sales. Which I thought it was cool. It was really great. Um, but what I did want to mention a little bit as well is that Lori released a book this week. Um, it's called Invent It, Sell It, Bank It. And she, Invent it, sell it, bank, bank it. it. Invent yeah. it, sell it, bank it. Yeah. Invent it, sell it, bank it. And exactly. she was on The View this week. It was great to watch. It was great to hear her speak. Um, she she also, while she was on The View, she also did some recaps that I thought were interesting as well. Scrub Daddy, since Shark Tank, has had $15 million in sales. That's insane. Insane. Also on there was the corduroy beanbag chair that she oh, acquired. Yeah. It was $200,000 for 58% of the company. And in a year since, she's done $3.5 million wow. with the sales. So it's it's crazy to see some of these other products that we don't actually see the flashback on Shark Tank. Uh, we got to see on The View. So that's that, really that was exciting. really, really exciting. Um, you know, that, that about wraps it up. I think um, anything else anyone wants to add? No, I'm good. And now, you're after Buzz TV predictions. What do you think about next week? Did you see the coming attractions? I saw the coming attractions, but they didn't really give me anything. It looks to me like there's going to be a couple big deals. Like there's going to either be people asking for big money or getting big money. Um, that was kind of, that was kind of it. Oh, something else in the news that I thought was really funny. I don't know if you guys watched this show, but Castle this week, another ABC show, in one of their, it's like a crime show, in one of their things, 
they had it that like they were looking for a guy who was one of the sharks on the shark pool and it was like a spin-off to the shark tank really it was really really funny and entertaining to see yeah um but yeah next week you know pretty much i think a couple big deals but i'm not quite sure it was it was a little bit you know yeah it wasn't really telling from it anything did you see anything phil that we're missing no, I, I mean, they never, you never tell the products, you know what I right. mean? They just yeah. kind of go, so, but as always, excited to see it. Yes. Um, okay, that about wraps our show up. Um, you guys can find me on Instagram and Twitter at I am Steph Z. Where can we find you guys? You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Miss Zias, M-I-S-S-Z-I-A-S. And Phil is on Instagram or Twitter. Just kidding. Yeah. After Buzz TV on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. <laughs> Phil actually has a Twitter, too. He's just super private about it. Thank you guys I so much. I just don't tweet. I'm not private about it. I just don't tweet. I hear you. I don't tweet that much either. All right. Thank you guys for watching. Send your comments and questions. Have a great night. From executive producers Maria Menunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other After shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz. Buzz. See you later. Buzz and bees, humdinger. The views expressed herein are those of the host only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals. 